T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, it's W. Wow, those guitars. It's WTIC. Good afternoon. It is a real privilege to be on the air every day speaking to you. There's all kinds of reasons, but one of the reasons is keeping creativity alive in yourself. This is a creative kind of medium. We're always poking around looking for new ways of doing things, new things to do, and new ways to say them. And uh, Michael Harrison is one of my regular co-creators. He, he comes on from time to time, and he's the founder of Talkers Magazine and the publisher of it, which is the trade journal of this industry. And Michael's one of these Renaissance guys who's always doing <laughs> new things. And I love that you are a risk taker that way, Michael. I am. I think taking risks keeps you keeps you young, keeps you vital, and it's a lot of fun. So tell us about this musical thing you've been doing the last few years. Yeah, I, I, I wound up joining a band that I used to play on the radio back in my young disc jockey days in New York. The band is called Gun Hill Road. They had a few hits back in the 70s. They were a big album rock band. Uh, uh-huh. on the uh, on the album-oriented rock stations, which were the precursors to classic rock. They also had a top, a top 40 hit called Back When My Hair Was Short, which I'm sure some of the older folks in the audience might remember. And um, I became friends with them. And then they, they stayed together all the years. And then about seven, eight years ago, they came up with a new album called Every 40 Years. And um, I became involved with them in terms of um, introducing them at their concerts and... Um, uh, making documentaries about them and another bunch of years passed and I wound up joining the band and a couple of years ago with their uh, new album what year is this I did a song I think I played it on your show you did uh, about, yes. about animal welfare called I know you're real which has uh, gone on to become a YouTube hit and now I have a new song from the next album and it's not yet released, and uh, I understand that you um, are willing to uh, play yes. a sneak preview of it. And I want to do a little preview. It's called Idiots, and it's, uh, it's not as nice a song as the mm. animal song, but I think it might uh, provoke some conversation <laughs> and some interest among the listeners. That is my feeling as well. So should we 
go start to finish? Do you think, or should we play a verse and then jump in? What are your I think I think you should, I think you should play the whole thing. I I, okay. I think it, I think it holds up on a talk show because I talk sing it. It's a new way of presenting commentary, and it is it it's provocative. It's it's downright insulting. <laughs> it's, so, so you're thinking of this as an extension of talk radio? Oh, absolutely. It's a That's it's a piece of music. Hey, look. Music radio doesn't break hits anymore. I mean, it, it, music radio is is losing its position as a place that music fans go to find new talent and new songs. There are some, obviously, but um, the fact that radio is on the verge of having to pay record companies to play their songs shows that that whole relationship is gone. Um, I figure a great place to make new music is talk radio by having songs that provoke conversation and address key issues uh, in a in a talky way now that's not to say that this is not a musical piece we everything that you hear in this folks is organic real instrumentation this is not michael harrison singing karaoke this is a real band with a horn section and a and a rhythm section and it's very you're not sitting around with click tracks uh, yeah exactly to program them yeah yeah it's yeah. a real it's a real record but um you know, I expect that uh, based on, on the, the reaction we got from I Know You're Real, the animal song, that this is going to get a lot of uh, airplay and conversation on talk radio. I've, um, I've previewed it privately. This is the first time it's ever been on the air in its complete form. I, I teased it about six months ago on, on my rap show. But um, this is the first time it's being heard. It's not officially out yet. You can't buy it. It's not on YouTube. It's nowhere. This is just because uh, it's Utah and it's WTIC, a station very close to my home and to my heart. And um, what the heck? Let's have some right. fun with it. Let's do it. This is Michael Harrison and the, the name of the band again? Gun Hill Road. Gun Hill Road. World premiere on WTIC. on a holiday for many folks every day spewing words of fear and hate makes our culture second rate let's start out with easy stuff then the stuff that's far more tough here at home and overseas ignorance is the real disease idiots walk among us they're lazy 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 Idiots talk among us Their speech is often hazy Idiots talk among us Never ceases to amaze me Idiots talk among us Tries me crazy, crazy, crazy Crazy, 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 crazy They cherry-pick and reaffirm half-baked dumb ideas Agree with almost anything that feeds their hate and fears Always blaming others for their own damn lack of vision. They buy the crap that sold them from the merchants of division. Idiots walk among us. They're lazy, lazy, lazy. Idiots talk among us. Their speech is often hazy. Idiots talk among us. Never ceases to amaze me. 
Idiots talk among us. Drives me crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Always be a fool, left, right, blue, or red. It pays to have an open mind, but not an empty head. Life is full of mysteries, don't mean to sound aloof. But knuckleheads seek victory at the expense of truth. Idiots walk among us, they're lazy, lazy, lazy. Idiots talk among us Their speech is often hazy Idiots talk among us Never ceases to amaze me Idiots talk among us Drives me crazy, crazy, crazy Crazy, 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 crazy Idiots walk among us They're lazy, lazy, lazy Idiots talk among us Their speech is often hazy Idiots talk among us Never ceases to amaze me Idiots talk among us Drives me crazy, crazy, crazy Crazy, 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 crazy Crazy, 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 crazy Crazy, 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 crazy The truth is not a mystery If only you know history all right, there it is. Michael Harrison, <laughs> congratulations on the forthcoming tune. Yes. And explain it to us. What are, who, are you, who's, who are the, uh, the idiots? They, they are those who um, are guilty of all the things that I say in the song. <laughs> uh, the idiots are on the left. There are idiots on the right. There's idiots in the middle. Uh, there are people that buy whatever's told them. There are people that don't know how to put together their thoughts. They don't know how to think critically. Um, th this is not a partisan song. And the video, the video um, further shows that. Um, the, the scene, they buy whatever uh, crap uh, is, is fed to them uh, by the merchants of division. It shows a donkey. It shows an elephant. And it shows one of those emojis of a big duty so it's um it's it's a lot of fun and um it's an equal opportunity offender so it, it it's it's not um it's not partisan although i do find <laughs> when i play it to lefties they think it's about the right and when i play it to righties they think it's about the left so it um it it, it has a it, it kind of has its own uh, esoteric ambiance, if you will. What, what do you think of it? I, I know you're not a big fan of uh, that type of music, but um, it, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Well, I first of all, I love any endeavor like this. The willing, as I said before, the fact that you put yourself out there and create something always puts me in a in a stance of respect for the attempt. Thank you. I, I don't go for silly songs per se, you know, novelty songs, but I... I like what you're trying to do. I'm not sure. I, that's why I wanted to find out about your motive. If you're looking to change minds. Oh, gosh. I, no. Not. You, you can't change minds. It's, it, it's, it's basically a joke. 
it's basically a fun commentary. Don't you think most people, first of all, we're among friends now. The people listening to this broadcast are among, and I'm not being patronizing, I happen to know this from, from research and observation, people that listen to talk shows, people that even public radio, whatever it is, people that listen to the, that follow news are among the most intelligent people in our society. When you think about all the other forms of entertainment and the things that take up people's thoughts, so uh, this is not aimed at the people listening to this show. If anything, we're all in on it. And what I find is that most intelligent people, and thank goodness we still have them, think that one of the biggest problems facing our current society in America and perhaps the world, but certainly in America, is that there are idiots all over the place. It, it, I mean, it says that idiots walk among us, they talk yeah. among us, and they yeah. stalk among us. They, they're, they're trolls, they, they're, they, they pursue stupid ideas, and, you know, I don't mean to be impolite, but I consider ignorance and stupidity to be almost up there with the, with the pandemic. That there's a pandemic of ignorance and dumbness, and you cannot run a sophisticated society um, a democracy, if people are uneducated, ignorant, foolish, ill-informed, and not of really sound mind. That's, that's what it's about. Yeah, well, I, I agree with all that. The, the, the situation is, though, that I don't look at individual Americans and say, uh, the average American is dumb and missing the point. What I see is that we have a power structure of people who are making sure that the average person totally misunderstands and is distracted by disinformation and phony narratives to be pointing fingers at each other instead of at the people who are the perpetrators of the the economic and, and ignorant violence against the average person's understanding. So we would know a lot better if the education system was not sold out to special interest groups and actually educated. We would know a lot better if elected people told us the truth instead of trying to spin lies at us all day long because you know now with a, a a media that doesn't really have a news media that doesn't have the resources anymore to report news we are being shrunk down to where press releases get issued by the political class and they get repeated almost verbatim by most of the news media so we're we're just swimming in ignorance yes and and that makes me want to point the finger at the people who are creating that situation not the people who are victimized by it yes Yes, you, you are correct. However, I will accept victimization only so far. A lot of people are willing victims. A lot of people know they're victims and don't care. A lot of people uh, are lazy and don't go to the trouble to find out if they're a victim. I mean, you have to be really ignorant not to know the basics of what you have just said. What you have just said in my opinion, is a, is, is a whole series of truths. But, but how long can... It's almost like a nanny state in reverse by saying the people aren't responsible for the fact that the, the, the news media is, is lying to them and that the government is, is um, ill-intended. Uh, people in a democracy, in a nation like this, in the 21st century, have to eventually take responsibility for all of these things that are victimizing them. 
Yeah, I just don't know how that happens because the brainwashing, I'm really fascinated with the psychology of human understanding and that when the narratives that are installed into our skulls at some point in life make it, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I ran through a break. Anthony, is it, should we just hold it to the bottom of the hour, do you think? Okay. We'll keep going. I, I, I don't I don't know that there's a it's so hard to get someone to see the like if they understand math and you tell them two plus two is four and you can show them there are the four dot the two dots and two dots. We put them together. We have four. See, two plus two equals four mm-hmm. and they can see it and they understand the 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 math that you're doing. And then they say, no, that's not true. It's five because well, we, we they've see this absorbed all the time. this. Right. Wasn't the weapons of mass destruction era that we went through an example of two plus two is five? I mean, come on. There, there are so many things that pass as okay that anybody with half a brain go, wait a second, that doesn't add up. You know, and, and I'm not, I don't mean to bring up a 20-year-old subject, but the fact is that we have them all the time. Um, two plus two equals five in a society that um, is Orwellian, and uh, where people are submissive to what's considered to be the mainstream, you know, zeitgeist, if you will. It's, it's incredible to me, though. You know, I grew up in Lexington, Massachusetts, a, a fairly um, upscale, intellectually upscale, not the richest of towns back then. But it was there were a lot of college professors. My mother was a college professor. I lived in a neighborhood with tons of college professors from MIT and Harvard and Tufts and they're the people who read all the fancy publications and they fall for all dumb stuff too yep. so i don't i don't know w- what the answer is to to those idiots if they're diving into information all the time doesn't let them escape bad narratives mm-hmm. well everybody can do better i mean there's no doubt <laughs> everybody can do better but you've been you've been in the world of talk radio and the world of media and the world of talking to people like me and, and, and the bright people that call your show. I mean, one of the reasons I love doing shows, hosting shows on WTIC mm-hmm. is the level of callers are bright. Uh, and, and that's very rewarding. Isn't it more rewarding to have a conversation on the radio with somebody who is intelligent, even if they disagree with you, than somebody who's just, you know, like, all right. <laughs> you, the best you can do is be polite to them, but it's very hard to respect them. Well, I um, would say somebody who's thinking as opposed mm-hmm. to not, because I, we um, we maybe confuse those things, intellect and creative thinking. Yeah. They're, I'm amazed at, for example, truck driver callers. Love truck driver callers. They're people who are loners and, and want to live to the beat of their own drummer and do their own thinking and listen to tons of information. They're all, they always surprise me with their insights. I, I find that, that people of all different intellects can have amazing insights. So, uh, but the, And that's what I'm looking for, is people who are thinking. You're not saying, you, you didn't really mean to say people of all different intellects. You meant to say people of all different occupations and economic class have intelligence and insights. Yes, but also of different intellects, because I think intellect, intellectuality is is uh, is too complex to boil down to the simple yeah, oh, templates of course. that we. So, so there, there are we can be, we can judge somebody to be kind of dumb on the one hand, and then they something comes out of their mouths, and I say, "Whoa, hang on a sec." Yeah, well, and dumb it, is an attitude, and and again, this is a broad strokes 
comedic, comedic but serious, I guess satirical is the word, we've lost our connection with satire. And part of that is because of this awful wave of political correctness that has stifled conversation, comedy, and communications, and expression in America. Um, that's, that's just something we have to get beyond. I certainly do believe we should be kind to each other. We should not be insulting each other. We should not be bullying each other. Um, we should not be racists. We should not discriminate. All these things are good. But come on, back to the thing I said before, it's a joke. Sometimes we just have to um, brush off certain things as part of the, the dust-up that comes from the First Amendment, free expression, and an open and um, uh, uninhibited society. All right, so we got the preview of the song, yeah. Idiots. Where is, oh, it's, people can't find it yet. No, it's not out there yet. This was a true three weeks, four weeks in advance um, playing. I don't expect this to be a big song, <laughs> but it's really fun to deal with it within the context of a talk radio show. And um, I hope people enjoyed it. Um, but I'm, I'm told by those who've heard it, especially people uh, in the music end of things, because we had to draw upon some very good musicians to do mm -hmm. this, that it's musically sound, that, um, that it has an earworm quality to it, and it's a toe-tapper. It's fun to hear the brass. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, it blows me away. We had a great brass uh, ensemble that we put together for this, because Gun Hill Road really isn't a, a brass-oriented band. But... Um, Oh, all, right, all right, Michael. Anthony's saying we need to break. So uh, we'll continue with Michael Harrison coming up. Please stay with us on WTIC. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Good afternoon. Michael Harrison is here. Something we used to do every week, we do occasionally now when we feel so inspired. He was nice enough to debut his new song, Idiots, with us today, which isn't being released yet, but it's a little sneak preview. Michael with Gun Hill Road, is that the name of the band, Michael? Yeah, it's, uh, they named themselves back uh, in the day after a famous street in the Bronx called Gun Hill Road. It has nothing to do with guns or anything of that nature. It's just a, it's a famous street. There's, there's been a movie named after it. 
There was another rock band, a heavy metal rock band that called themselves that at one point. Just kind of a legendary place. And, and they haven't uh, been forced the to change the name? Well, they were the first Gun Hill Road, so no, they were No, I meant, I meant because of the, uh, you can't talk about guns and stuff. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, we will not be able to say the word gun in public. It'll be a bad word. Would you have ever have thought that we would see the attacks on the notion of free speech being the most noble thing? Yesterday, well, the last couple of days, Rosalie and I were watching a Dave Chappelle special. The one he got in, uh, what was it called, The Closer? The one he, the, I think, is the one that infuriated... Um, Pretty much all of the ones on Netflix infuriated the left. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't think of of anything that didn't infuriate people. No, but specifically uh, the trans uh, law. Yeah, that's like the big one. He did a big, it's like his last one for a while. And it's, um, it's so, it's such elevated stand-up. And his commentary is so, um, from, you know, from my perspective, of course, I'm not sitting in their shoes and I'm, I, I'm just looking to be entertained. I would never have thought there's anything in there that would cause people to uh, be so upset with him and want to cancel him. And, yeah. and uh, well, it, it just strikes me as how important it is for the free exchange of ideas to go on if you want to have a successful society. We can look at all the societies we don't respect in the world or the ones that are troubled and see that they're oppressed in in the way that this this movement of oppression in our country is is trying to make happen here. Yeah, it it, it leads to authoritarianism and um, and it leads to totalitarianism because the ability to speak openly and freely is that First Amendment thing. And without that, you can't have freedom. Uh, There are other things now in the digital era that are um, also emerging that can take away our freedom with the same uh, destructive force of the erosion of the First Amendment. The erosion of privacy is a terrible, terrible problem. And actually, it's harder with our current technology to protect ourselves from the erosion of privacy than it is to restore the tenets of free speech. Um, so the privacy issue is Because is a scary of the one. technology that we've, we've, yeah. we've allowed to leapfrog us on over caring about protecting ourselves yeah i don't even know if we i don't even you know the old saying the genie's out of the bottle i don't know whether mm-hmm. we can get the toothpaste back in the tube this is yeah. it really disturbs me um i i think it's a severe crisis not only in in terms of our system of society and government i think it's a severe crisis in the downside of technology for the human species i i think we're in deep trouble the fact that you cannot get away from the probing eye of Big Brother, the police, your neighbors, your enemies, your credit uh, companies, the banks, everybody. Uh, this is a scary situation. Considering back, that, yeah. we, uh, that we've all, well, that every database can be hacked and is being hacked. Yep. That eventually every, all the data in the world becomes part of a single database, right? Already and, and has. It's we've all been hacked. You know, when I get letters now, oh, you know, you've done business with us two years ago. and We were just letting you know we've been hacked. And if you want to go check your credit uh, companies, tell them to freeze your credit. I at this point, I really go, I oh, forget it. I mean, it's like it's totally hopeless. I'm not going to give you my money to lock the door that's already off the hinges. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's terribly troubling. And, and, and you know, and some people say, well, I have nothing to hide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but that means that the the notion of representative government, if, if we look at the big problems that you're highlighting, the idea of representative government is that it should be representing our needs. They should be coming to us and saying, hey, look at this. This is a problem we need to solve. And because they understand better than anyone else. But instead, they use that information against us, apparently. Yeah, and they use it against us. And um, they also are representative of those who um, who finance their campaigns. The, um, the the role of money in politics. And this is a problem because we're a capitalistic society and we want that to be the case. You don't want the government controlling how elections are held. You don't want the government controlling what's right. true. Uh, I mean, we're, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, and that brings us back to something I said the last time we got together. We have a crisis in character. We mm -hmm. have to have an instinct. We have to develop that instinct we had where we know right from wrong, good from bad, not transactional thinking of what's expedient and what works, you know, um, sacrificing truth for victory. And, and, and that's a crisis of character. And until the character of a culture can get back on the right track where our default is to be good, our default is to be truthful, our default is to be kind, where we have an instinct as, as to what, you know, um, truths exist, you know, that are self-evident, the way the Founding Fathers put it, we can't, we can't get this thing back on track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I was thinking about this in terms of that, um, there's a new telescope up in the sky that they're talking about, the James Webb. Oh, and that is such a big deal. Yes. But we're, we're uh, putting technology into space so that we can understand better that which is billions of miles away or whatever it is. And well. we don't seem to be doing similar studying right here in front of our own faces. Well, you know, it, there's no reason why we can't do both. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, I'm not you know, putting I down. Have, I'm not putting down right. the telescope thing. I love that, but it, but wouldn't it be nice if we did both? Yes, it would be. It would be nice if we had a focus on ethics, a focus on integrity, uh, a focus on um, human decency, and, and and started to talk about those things as well as well. He's successful. He's got to be okay. You know, the guy's a billionaire, Elon Musk. Let him take over Twitter and let him be the one to decide what's okay to say and not. This is what this is what I was talking about in that song. Half-baked dumb ideas. I, I, I mean, come on. Let's get someone else to do our thinking for us. And, and quite often we do mistake success for um, virtue. Shouldn't do oh, that. Oh, yes. Yes, because all that cultural don't we do, don't affirmation. We? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Michael Harrison so, is our uh, guest from Talkers Magazine. So, Michael, the, the, you're into science. What, can you explain this telescope? You said it, you gave it a good compliment. Can you explain why it's a special moment? Well, it's a special moment because it really increases our understanding and our connection to the universe around us, which is so big, so unimaginably vast that it literally, to use an expression, boggles the mind. The, the fact that this little speck of dust in the middle of this infinite expanse has given birth to an even smaller speck of dust called the human race that we have consciousness and we're able to grasp 
the enormity of that which is around us, the cosmos, is remarkable. And now this telescope is taking us places we've never been. One, it's taking us way back in time. It's a time machine to what scientists consider to be the earliest days of the universe. Secondly, that, it, hang on, this is because that the, the light that is being perceived was, was released that long ago. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. It takes light, uh, you know, uh, a year to go uh, X trillion miles, whatever the number is, um, 240,000 miles a second, 240,000 miles, seven times around the <laughs> earth in one second, in one second, boom, 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 around the earth, one second. Um, and it takes uh, 13 billion years <laughs> to get to us from how far away these things are plus the universe is expanding at a level that is faster than the speed of light the actual space is expanding we don't know where this extra space is coming from mm -hmm. you talk about metaphysics science and parapsychology metaphysics mystical stuff magical stuff it's all in one big lump because the deeper we go into understanding the universe around us, the more we find out that there's something very magical about it. Something. Yeah, I, very... I like how you speak about it because you've got a very dramatic quality to your voice. And, well, and isn't it you, dramatic? And you become reverential when you talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful to hear it presented that way because well, thank it's you. easy to see everything as, I don't know, just as part of the noise that, that we hear every day. And. And well, uh, the, the, there is something profound about that idea that you mentioned of consciousness and that we have it and this is what we're doing with it. Michael Harrison right. is here. We'll pause for a moment and talk more on WTIC. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, it's exciting what we can do with technology and the idea of unlocking some of the um, some of the spectrum of information that's all around us that we don't see because we just have these little narrow bandwidths that we're able to perceive I, that that fascinates me to no end michael harrison yeah there are I'll, things that we can't see with our eyes our noses our skin you know yeah. our taste um that this james webb telescope can do it can see through dust clouds so we're going to see things in the universe that we couldn't see before with like the hubble telescope the other thing the other major point about the james webb telescope uh, that makes it profoundly interesting or profound just on its on face mm -hmm. value is that it will be able to really see exoplanets planets that go around other stars and be able to see the, the starlight of their stars going through their atmosphere by by doing that the telescope will be able to show us whether or not there are signs of life on those planets we will we will probably find signs of life if there is life out there sooner than later now that we have this marvelous piece of technology well is there some way you can you can explain the vastness of distance that we're talking about it's very hard to because it's beyond our ability to really comprehend those kinds of numbers we're, we're, we're talking about trillions and trillions of of stars and galaxies then how could there not be life there has to be life other places. that's called the fermi paradox uh enrico fermi a, a great um uh, physicist 
asked, where, where is everybody? Where are the aliens? <laughs> and, and, and we're trying to figure that out. I mean, the, the, the universe should be teeming with life based on how old it is, how vast uh -huh. it is, the chemicals that are out there, the fact that it happened here, um, it should be teeming with life. And yet, to this point, we've seen no sign of life outside of Earth. And, and that's, that is the biggest question that is the buzz of the science community around the world. They call it the Fermi Paradox. And that is, where is everybody? We can't possibly be alone. And that's it, it's fascinating. And one of the reasons that we may feel that we're alone is that it's so big. It'd be like going down to the ocean with a glass, filling it with water and go, well, where are the whales? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's yes. so big. Do you think that um, it, just, it just seems to me there has to be life elsewhere, but there are a lot of reasons why we might not be able to see that life. And it, mm -hmm. it could have to do with us all being on the same timeline. Is there a moment at which all of this stuff began, all these millions of planets and galaxies and, and stars well, and all that? That's is, called the Big Bang. Did it all bang. happen at once, or is it a progression? Well, it is a progression after the Big Bang. I don't know whether the Big Bang is true. It is a theory. I have my doubts about it. But uh, the basic um, model that most scientists follow today is the Big Bang that some 14 billion years ago, out of a, an infinitesimally small speck, the entire universe boom, blew up and started spreading and is still spreading at um, exponentially increasing speed. And that all the planets and the galaxies have formed. Uh, they say it's about 13.9 billion years ago. Our solar system um, started approximately four and a half billion years ago. So, yeah, there is a progression. What happens is stars explode and then their dust goes out and then and then it comes back and it forms new stars and heavier and heavier elements are made like the original universe didn't have heavy metals mm -hmm. uh, didn't have gold didn't have um, a, a lot of the uh, the metals that we have now that's a complicated subject I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole but but yes they think it started at one time what happened before that is considered total mysticism they have no idea and <laughs> uh, it has evolved over the years um, with new planets being formed and one of the things that James Webb Space Telescope is showing us are these nurseries they call them nebula where stars are being formed from the gas that at one time had been other stars that went through their life cycle, blew up, and then are absorbed again by gravity and create new stars. There are different generations of stars out there. And what it really comes down to, uh, and this is a provocative thought, we, you, me, everybody mm -hmm. listening to this broadcast are made of space dust. We are made of stardust. And, um, and and we're all connected. Well, that's uh, beyond my ability to even conceptualize. And you know whose fault it is? Do that. you know whose fault this is? The Democrats. No. It is? <laughs> totally Wait, their me, fault. So far, all blame goes to the Democrats. The Republican Absolutely. column is empty. I've got a <laughs> chart right here where I keep track. So I'm just going to add that. What, what, what category do I put on to, to write the note? Ed. General blame. <laughs> you know, General blame. Stardust blame. Yeah, right, right. Stardust blame. But it's true. I mean, we are. St I, I mean, when I say that to you, do you think I'm a Looney Tune or do you think there's something profoundly. Uh, Which part? Uh, that we are stardust. Uh, no, no. I don't judge anything because anything is possible as far as I can see. I just don't. I don't know what the word doesn't conjure enough that's real for me. 
When you to, were a kid, were you fascinated by by science and comic books and and science fiction and and no. aliens? Ah. No. What I was fascinated by was the impact they had, like being in the woods in the middle of northern New England, say, in the middle right. of just nowhere where the lights are bright and those stars are throbbing at you. That that fascinated me, Michael. Right. We're out of time, but I love the conversation. Thank you so much for being. Thank here. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Michael Harrison, Talkers Magazine. Go to talkers.com to see what Michael does in addition to his music. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.